Welcome to the Dr. Berg's Healthy Keto and Intermittent Fasting Podcast, where Dr. Berg takes you on the journey for the truth about getting healthy and losing healthy weight. Today, we're going to talk about how to grow very thick hair. Now, to be totally 100% transparent, I do sell uh, products that help stimulate hair growth, as well as a shampoo and conditioner that also supports the growth of hair. But I am 100% non-biased of my own products. And that's 100% sarcasm. All right, now that I got that out of the way, let's dive right into the video. All right, the first thing I want to talk about is Iron. Okay. What is iron? Iron is a mineral that is involved in building up your hemoglobin. Okay. That's the stuff that helps you carry oxygen through your blood. And if you don't have hemoglobin in the scalp, you're not going to have oxygen for the little roots of the hair follicles. And without iron, you're literally starving that hair of oxygen so it can grow. It needs oxygen to grow. But it's very easy to get iron, especially if you're not a vegan. Um, just a little red meat a few times a week will give you plenty of iron. But you can also get iron in eggs and uh, cheese. It's in a lot of different foods. All right, zinc. If you're deficient in zinc, which a lot of people are, you're going to have a real uh, problem growing thick hair. The hair is going to come out very, very thin. Zinc is involved in hundreds of different enzymes um, especially with making proteins, okay? And your hair is protein. So without zinc, you don't get good growth of the hair and you don't get the thickness of the hair that you really want. And the hair will dry out, okay? So zinc is very important in hair, skin, nails, things like that. Um, a little red meat, again, will give you enough zinc. Now there's a condition called telogen effluvium, okay? Now, what is that? That is a condition triggered by shock or stress that makes your hair fall out and become very, very thin, okay? And very, very fragile. And that is because of this thing called stress. So if you uh, go through pregnancy, for example, and you wonder why your hair is thinning out, well, that's why. Or let's say you have some emotional stress or a loss of a loved one or surgery or an accident, or you overexercise, all these things can raise cortisol, then cortisol then causes you to increase the requirement of zinc. And if you're already deficient in zinc, then you're going to have a problem with your hair. Intelligent effluvian is basically hair shedding, which is temporary caused by stress. Now, if you consume a lot of alcohol, or you consume a lot of sugar, or for some reason you get a lot of copper, you, all these conditions are gonna create a zinc deficiency. So just realize that low zinc creates all sorts of problems with your hair. And there's many different ways you can become de uh, deficient. Um, and I pointed out quite a few. Uh, shellfish are probably the best source of zinc like oysters, but you can also get it in red meat. All right, the next point I wanna bring up is omega-3 fatty acids. So if you don't like fish, or for some reason you don't like cod liver oil, I don't know why anyone would have the aversion to, I don't know, eating cod liver oil because it's so delicious, you could end up having a deficiency of omega-3 fatty acids. Now, if you have uh, you know, the typical diet that most Americans have, uh, you're gonna be very, very high in omega-6 fatty acids. 
And that can create the deficiency of omega-3 fatty acids. And that could be the reason why your hair is becoming very, very thinned. But make sure you get enough uh, salmon or um, cod liver oil for your omega-3 fatty acids. Plus, omega-3 fatty acids are very anti-inflammatory. So if you have alopecia, for example, um, you have too much inflammation. Next uh, very important ingredient to making uh, thick hair is vitamin D. Vitamin D is just so important in hair growth. It directly stimulates the growth of hair. And a lot of people are deficient. A lot of people take vitamin D, but they're either not absorbing it because they don't have the other uh, cofactors. Let's say, for example, they're deficient in bile and they can't break it down for some reason, or they have some type of gut issue, which they just, you know, the gut's not able to absorb it. But vitamin D is very, very important. Try to get uh, your vitamin D from the sun. Of course, in the winter, you can't do that. Vitamin D is really important in the immune aspects of hair, um, both inflammation and autoimmunity when we get to hair, because um, certain people have an autoimmune condition that causes the hair to fall out of their scalp. Those particular people need a lot more vitamin D uh, than other people. So I'm talking about uh, 40,000 or maybe even 50,000 IUs uh, per day. All right, selenium, okay, selenium, very important in thyroid health in converting T4 to T3. And as you may already know, if you have a slow thyroid, that alone can stop your ability to grow hair. But selenium is an important antioxidant for the hair to reduce inflammation, to definitely counter alopecia, and um, also dandruff. Have you heard of selsin blue? That's a selenium sulfate compound, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, that actually inhibits the fungus that causes dandruff. So selenium is very important in different aspects of, of hair and scalp but just taking one Brazil nut can give you enough selenium, okay? All right, so then we have biotin. So biotin is essential to enhance the keratin, the, the type of protein that hair is made out of and the strength of it. Biotin is essential for that and your own microbiome makes biotin. And so this is why when someone gets an antibiotic, they could end up with thinning of the hair and they're wondering why, because you just wiped out you're a good bacteria that's supposed to make that specific type of B vitamin. But a lot of people experience great results with biotin for thickening of the hair. So uh, that's another element that I wanted to bring up. All right, the next one is low folate. Um, I would never recommend taking folic acid, which is the synthetic version of folate. Always take folate or the active form of folate. There's different forms, but you wanna get a natural form. But folate is a cofactor for many different proteins in the body, including hair, skin, and your nails. So without folate, you're gonna have a hard time um, fully developing the protein necessary in certain parts of your body. But it's very easy to get folate. Just start consuming salads on a regular basis and you'll definitely have enough folate. It's in the dark leafy greens. All right, vitamin C essential for collagen and your hair is part collagen. So vitamin C is very, very necessary. Of course, I would never recommend the synthetic version of vitamin C, uh, get a natural version or just get it from the food. Uh, you can get plenty of vitamin C from sauerkraut, from cabbage, from berries, 
from uh, bell peppers and pretty much almost every single vegetable. Having enough vitamin C makes the collagen very, very strong. And the other thing I wanna bring up about the hair, especially if you have thinned hair and you wanna thicken it, is if you start the ketogenic diet and you don't consume enough protein, um, let's say you're not consuming like real food protein, you're doing protein powders, which I don't recommend. Um, I recommend increasing the amount of eggs you eat, um, high quality grass-fed uh, meats, and that can actually help you develop thickened hair right off the bat. So just don't forget about protein and, and consuming enough protein. The other symptom you're gonna notice if you don't have enough protein is you're gonna feel tired and lethargic. All right, I wanna give you some other tips. One is uh, sea kelp. The cool thing about sea kelp uh, for hair is that it has the trace minerals. It has iodine, selenium, zinc, manganese, but it also has the amino acids as well as the B vitamins. So it's a really good um, product for hair growth. The other point I'm gonna bring up is overwashing your hair, okay? Some people wash their hair way too frequently and that just dries it out. It takes the oils out. Uh, if you use a shampoo that has sulfates, it's just gonna dissolve the protein in the hair, uh, take out the oil and leave your hair very, very damaged. So make sure that you don't overwash your hair. Now, of course, some people are gonna say, oh, Dr. Berg told me not to shower again. No, I didn't say that. You can shower, just don't wash your hair every single day and watch what happens. Your hair actually will be much, much better quality. It'll be healthier. All right, the shampoo that you use, very, very, very vital. I would recommend using a shampoo without sulfates with a lot of clean ingredients that don't have side effects. But the main thing is get a sulfate-free shampoo. Now, I'd also recommend getting a really good conditioner, something that has clean ingredients as well as the essential oils and the fats needed that can go into the hair and revive your hair. All right, the water that you use when you take a shower, and so if it has like city water where you're having the fluoride and the chlorine, not good. Just get a filter. Um, I will put some recommendations down below if you can't find one, but um, I'm also having a difficult time finding the shower head. You can, it's easy to find the whole house filters, but the shower head specifically for fluoride is a tough one, but um, I'll put a link down below of the one that I found. But when you don't have the fluoride and the chlorine, boy, does it make your hair shine just without using these chemicals, just using good water. It's quite amazing. All right, the coloring. If you dye your hair, just find someone that can help you use uh, a non-toxic dye. There are a lot of chemicals to make your hair a certain color. So find something that um, is more natural, even though it costs more, it's gonna be uh, important in the long run. All right, the next point I'm gonna bring up is this thing called stress. I've seen people go through emotional losses and literally lose their hair completely. So stress can play a huge factor in the quality of the protein being produced on the top of your skull. That is because of high levels of cortisol. Cortisol is very catabolic, which means it breaks down proteins. So do whatever you can to help reduce stress. I have a lot of videos on that. I'll put some down below. Last point I wanna bring up um, is if you're a smoker. Smoking not only depletes you of nutrients, but boy, does it dry your hair out. It oxidizes the hair. It puts a lot of chemicals in, in the hair. 
you will find that people that are smokers have very, very um, dried out, old looking hair as well as skin. So if you are a smoker, do whatever you can to stop smoking.